Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. Once again, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, Bill. Good afternoon. Today is Thursday of the first week of Advent, and today Father's going to reflect on the Gospel. The Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house. But it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house. And it collapsed and was completely ruined. Father. Okay, well, folks, you know, today uh, this gospel is just really uh, speaks about the importance of knowing and doing God's will. And, uh, you know, I guess if we were to name this, you know, triers and criers don't go to heaven. Those who do the will of God will enter into his kingdom. Now, when I say triers, everyone, uh, we always fall short to the will of God. But those who, well, I mean, triers don't really weakly attempt to do God's will. And um, I, I want to, you know, first off, uh, you know, take this quote from St. Thomas Aquinas. And he talks about faith and, and belief. And he says, St. Thomas says, the believer's act of faith does not terminate in propositions, but in the relation which they express. Okay, so basically, um, you know, that, uh, you know, our beliefs are our roadmaps. They are necessary, but they're not sufficient. We have to actually do what it says, right? We have to follow God's word. And uh, so we have to not just believe, it's not faith alone that uh, gets us to heaven, but we have to do God's will, which makes sense. I think we all would agree with that. But, uh, uh, and that's the first thing. The, the second thing is, do you, I don't know if we ever think about uh, the importance of doing God's will. I was reading uh, in the book on divine providence by Kassad how a saint had a vision of um, people in heaven that she had known uh, she uh, and uh, those that were that were really had the I guess closest places to you know to God or like the best sort of seats in the house shall we say were those she asked an angel why did they get these wonderful positions in heaven and it was basically those who most perfectly did the will of God in their life and um, Saint Bernard uh, he he speaks about the importance of doing God's will and. Mm. And he and he, he talks about that the the most perfect thing that we need to do in our life is is to uh, follow God's will. Now I guess the question is this: How do we know if we're doing God's will? Well, number one, kind of stealing from Mother Angelica, another saintly woman, and saints are always the best, you know, sort of interpreters of Scripture because they 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 you know they they follow the church's teachings and they they want to love God with all their heart. And she said the first thing is in any decision we're making on a daily basis, um, does it follow the commandments or the precepts of the church? That's rule number one. Anytime that we break a commandment, uh, it is not the will of God, right? So um, I remember uh, reading somewhere that uh, couples, Catholic couples that follow the church's teaching on, on human sexuality within their marriage and they're open to life, there's like a less than 1% uh, divorce rate. And I think this gospel really comes to fruition where you know the lord said storms will come but those who build their, their house on solid rock 
uh, you know, although the, the winds will come, they will not fall apart. And, but the national average for marriages falling apart is about 50% even in Catholic in Catholic families. And I think part of it is just maybe a disobedience to God's will. And I, I think, too, in any time a priest is disobedient to God's commandments, it usually ends up to an unfolding of his vocation as a priest. So the first thing is just keeping God's commandments. You know, if we're not going to Mass, we're not keeping, we're not doing God's will if we're not going to Mass on Sunday. You know, if we're not being honest in our dealings with people, we're not doing God's will. So that's the first thing. Uh, number two, uh, she says, in every action we do, does the action give glory to God and does it help other people? Is it an act of charity? Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, if, if something is really helping our, our, our family, you know, or, 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 you know, the people we deal with, but it's giving glory to God, uh, then it's probably God's will. It's like people say, wow, praise Jesus. When they see us doing something, it's probably uh, God's will. Uh, anytime we do God's will, it gives glory to God. And thirdly, um, one thing we could do when we're trying to discern if it's God's will for us is um, does does this um, whatever action or, or thing that we're try, striving to do, is it making us our, ourselves holier, bringing us closer to God, and also our family or those under our protection? So for me, as a priest, doing God's will means in every decision I make, whatever I'm doing isn't making myself and those my parishioners better because I'm doing it. Now, that could be, you know, sometimes if I'm in a cranky mood and I take a nap for 20 minutes, that might actually be the will of God so that I can treat my people better. If I do my prayer well, it doesn't only benefit me, but it helps all those underneath me. But same as a parent or, you know, someone who has children, when you follow God's will and you do your work well and you strive to live holiness and the little things of life, uh, in doing this, you're not making your, just yourself better, but you're also making those around you uh, much stronger and helping them indirectly by doing God's will. Uh, and, and remember, this, this solid rock, you know, which is not built on sand, which will always fall apart, is Jesus Christ and our relationship with him. So hopefully today we can look at this. And in our prayer, one of the most important questions we should ask God is this. God, is this your will? And if it is your will, so be it. If it's not your will, then, then help me to take another course of action. All right. Anything on that, Bill? No, it's easy. Did uh, you want to say a quick word on how it? Let's. I don't want to speak for everyone else. Speak for myself. It's very easy to fool ourselves sometimes. You know, when we when we conflate God's will with our will, wishes, and wants. Oh no! Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I, I definitely think that you know one thing is sometimes when we struggle. Uh, there's a couple of ways of, of helping ourselves out of this sort of um, convincing that our that God's will or what we want to do is God's will is sometimes asking someone else their advice on it, a spiritual person. I would say sometimes a confessor or a spiritual director is always uh, a good, good, good advice. I, I remember I wanted to try a particular thing for healing that was in the, not the norm. And I, I, I felt like, you know, before I do this, maybe I should talk to the, the doctor first and I, so I called the the doctor's office and like please don't do that <laughs> and I, I said okay that's not God's will to do this right now you know um, and asking an expert uh, or someone else who's more objective uh, and then I think the other thing too is, is bringing to prayer and I think we have to be honest you know sometimes in the movements in prayer when we're praying like you ask yourself is this my ego or is this God asking me to do this and uh, 
Uh, and that's not always easy to do, Bill. It's a great point. Uh, but I, I think sometimes it goes back to the, the one point of Mother Angelica is, does this action give greater glory to God or not? Yep. Very so. good. All right, folks. So let me give you all a blessing. And uh, uh, to the intercession of um, Our Lady, as we continue to this uh, beautiful season, I've been prepared for the Lord's coming. May God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.